Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1604, 10 Signs Your Friend is Toxic, by Angel Chernoff of markandangel.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining me here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, here with you each and every day to read from some of the best relationship blogs on the web. And this time, we'll be hearing from the fan-favorite team of Mark and Angel, and what Angel specifically has to say about toxic friends, how to identify them, and how to rid yourselves of them if need be. Let's jump right into this post and start optimizing your life. 10 Signs Your Friend is Toxic by Angel Chernoff of markandangel.com Toxic friends complicate your life. These people are more than a nuisance, they're parasitic. Precious time slips away as you deal with their negativity, and you're left wondering why you feel so despondent. If you're ready to simplify your life, you can't condone these toxic friendships any longer. What toxic friends do 1. They drain you. You feel psychologically and emotionally depleted after spending time with them instead of uplifted. 2. They're unsupportive. You're afraid to tell them about new, important aspects of your life because they've been unsupportive or downright rude about your ideas in the past. 3. They're up to no good. They regularly partake in activities that are morally unjust. 4. Their values and interests are opposite to your own. Dissimilar value systems often mix like oil and water. This doesn't necessarily mean that the other person is wrong, it just means they aren't right for you. 5. They are unreliable. They always break their promises. 6. They only contact you when they need something, otherwise you never hear from them. 7. They aren't meeting you halfway. If you're always the one calling your friend to make plans and going out of your way to be with them, but they never return the favor and attempt to go out of their way for you, there's a problem. 8. They're jealous of you. Jealousy is, I want what you have and I want to take it away from you. 9. They have zero ambition. Beware, a lack of ambition can be contagious. As the saying goes, you can't soar like an eagle when you hang out with turkeys. And 10. They constantly drive you to moments of insanity. You catch yourself daydreaming about how good it would feel to throw a banana cream pie in their face. My story of toxicity. Here's why I know how bad these friendships can be. I've been on both sides of the court. Yeah, I have my share of victim stories about friends who were friends only if I agreed with them and gave them the spotlight. I've got tales of woe about past friends who were fabulous and fun, provided I didn't try to cut into their time by 
gasp, spending some time alone and having other friendships. You know, having a life outside of them. But the truth is, I've also been a terrible friend at times, and I realize this. In the past, I have neglected some friendships by relying on the other person to stay in touch instead of reaching out myself. Some of these friendships withered away over time because of my toxic behavior. Bottom line, toxicity is a two-way street. You have to be a good friend too. Hold this thought. We'll come back to it. How to end a toxic friendship. In my experience, there are two ways to end a toxic friendship. Quickly and painfully, or slowly and awkwardly. Neither is fun, neither is neat, and neither is easy. If you still want to keep this person in your life, just to a lesser degree, 1. Stop responding to fake crisis calls. If you don't drop everything to take their, I'm so devastated, my boss gave me a look that I think means he secretly hates me and that jerk from marketing wore the same shirt as me calls, they'll find someone else who will, or they'll deal with it. Either way, it's okay to step back and get off the first alert calling list for non-emergencies. 2. Take positive control of negative conversations. It's okay to change the topic, talk about you, or steer conversations away from pity parties and self-absorbed sagas. Be willing to disagree with them and deal with the consequences. 3. Demonstrate that you won't be insulted or belittled. To be honest, I've never had much luck trying to call toxic people out when they've insulted me. The best response I've gotten is, I'm sorry you took what I said so personally. Much more effective has been ending conversations with sickening sweetness or just plain abruptness. The message is clear. There is no reward for subtle digs and no games will be played at your end. And four, be brutally honest. Some people really don't recognize their own toxic tendencies or their inconsiderate behavior. You can actually tell a person, I feel like you ignore me until you need something. You can also be honest if their overly negative attitude is what's driving you away. I'm trying to focus on positive things. What's something good that we can talk about? It may work and it may not, but your honesty will ensure that any friendship that continues forward is built on mutually beneficial ground. Now, if you just want to completely end your relationship with the person in question, one, stop taking their calls completely. If you're stuck seeing them on a regular basis, like a coworker, keep things on a purely professional level. Find a reason to leave and excuse yourself as needed. It's passive-aggressive to expect avoidance to handle the problem, but it's an important component. You can't cut ties if you still chat on a regular basis. 2. Firmly tell them that you've had enough. If you've decided it's time to cut a truly toxic influence out of your life, you can let them know honestly, without being cruel. I just can't be friends with you right now. It's not fun to hear, but it has the benefit of putting everybody on the same page. 3. Make new friends worth having. Seriously, give your time to friends you connect with and enjoy. The long shadows of toxic friends shrink considerably when you've got better things to do with your time than worry about their negativity. Finally, be a good friend. It doesn't help to cut toxic friends out of your life if you are not ready to foster quality friendships. On occasion, you may find that the toxicity of a friendship drains away when you start being a better friend yourself. Honestly, I'm not trying to preach. This is something I'm working on in my life. Make that first call. Offer a genuine compliment. Schedule a fun outing with another person in mind. Send that ridiculously funny card for no real reason. 
There are tons of ways to nurture your friendships. When you're surrounded by good friends and good intentions, it's amazing how pettiness and toxicity simply evaporate. You just listened to the post titled, 10 Signs Your Friend is Toxic, by Angel Chernoff of markandangel.com. And thanks a lot to Angel for this read and uh, this sort of manuscript for protecting ourselves against the wrong types of friends. As I often do after the list-based episodes, though, I would just like to caution everyone that this list is a guide, and it should not be taken as gospel. Surely there is a lot of gray area here that should be entertained by us before cutting the cord if we're being good friends. For example, communication styles. You know, many people don't stay in touch so much, and it might make you feel as though you're making all the effort, but those people could very well be the same ones who are there for you in times of crisis much sooner than someone who's calling you more often would be. So we really need to consider the person in question, what drives them, and how they behave, more so than just how their behavior lines up with our expectations. And if there are differences there, then they can always be talked through before making a final decision about whether or not the friendship is best to keep around. Food for thought, everybody, as we wrap up another post here on ORD. Thanks a lot for joining and also for sharing this episode and subscribing to the show. That, of course, goes a really long way and means a whole lot. Aside from that, have a great day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.